every game. What's up, y'all? This episode is brought to you by DistroKid. DistroKid is a service that musicians use to put music into online stores and streaming services. This includes iTunes, Spotify, Apple Music, TikTok, Amazon, Deezer, Tidal, and many more. DistroKid collects earnings and payments and sends 100% of the earnings to artists. Artists can also pay their collaborators. You can also get a hyper follow to get more Spotify followers and promote your releases. DistroKid is also the first distributor to send music to TikTok. Use this link to get 40% off your first year's DistroKid membership. DistroKid.com forward slash VIP forward slash free game. All that information is in our description. Holla at your boy. Free game. Welcome back to the Free Game Producer Podcast. I'm Brian Andre with the homie Will Power, and we got a very, very, very special guest, one of my favorite producers in the building. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Uh, a legend in the production game. You yes, know, sir. All the way back from talking about Ludacris, mm. Sierra, mm. talking about Phil Mob, <laughs> oh, you know, you're talking about uh, T.I., Young oh, Buck. I mean, you can just go down, <laughs> down, down, down the road, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, we got Jazzy. Fizzle, Jazzy Faye. How are you doing, sir? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, you're now tuning into the very best of yours, truly Jazzy Fizzle, Burgundy, Obama, Luther King, hey. Julia Jackson, five the first. Hey. Yes, because there is no second, there is no third, there's only a first. There it is. Longest name in the business, biggest name in the business, you did. Man, look, bro. First, I just want to thank you, man, for coming on the show. I know you are probably one of the most busiest persons in Atlanta. <laughs> like it's just, it's just dope, man. I see you, I see you out all the time. Uh-huh. We always dapping each other up, man. But I never had a real chance to sit down and talk to you, right. man, and just find out like what makes Jazzy Faye work. Oh, so first, I just want to thank you for coming, man. Thank we you appreciate for the time, me. Thank you for having especially it's a during these times. You know, it's what I'm saying? oh man, it's always a pleasure to man shed light anytime I can. I mean, you know, it's, it's ready to go. Yeah, let's get. I'm it. ready. Now you got a very, very great story, and I think uh, I, I think a lot of people they know how great you are, but they don't know like the journey, you know, mm. and, and the background. So it's my understanding you grew up back and forth between Memphis and L.A. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah. So, I well, I was born I was born in Memphis. Okay. Uh, when I was like about four, four years old, four, going five, uh, I moved to Los Angeles. My me and my mother, my mom and dad separated. My dad, who was you know one of the leading members of the Barcades mm-hmm. at mm. the time. Um, they separated. So my mom took me with her on her hip to L.A. You know, uh, she was a, a, a great background vocalist, and and she sang with everybody from you know Philip Bailey, to DJ Rogers, uh, Billy Preston, and, mm-hmm. and various others. A lot of a Gap Band, Barbara Streisand, uh, Barbara Streisand, yeah. yeah, all of those people, like mm. like one of the greatest. You know what I'm saying? And with that, we were kind of like gypsies. Like we moved all over the place. We were so we were all over California, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was crazy. So being that, you know, your father was in the barcades and you're moving around a lot, what were your, obviously you were influenced uh-huh. by your dad, but what were uh-huh. some of your musical influences coming up? Uh, I mean, being on, on the road with my dad a lot, I mean, just like in the summertime, mm-hmm. like I, I would go out there, I would be around Cameo, Ooh. Switch, uh, Brick, uh, Switch, Stephanie dog. Mills. <laughs> uh, yeah, Switch, dog. Yeah. Before the bar. Right. You know what I'm saying? I was a kid, though. Yeah. Like Rick James. Yeah. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Being around Cameo and Confunction. And, wow. You know what I'm saying? And all of those guys, Al Green. And, you know, um, I, I watch I watched my pop just really, really uh, uh, 
host some of the greatest parties. He was he was live. He was like the the live one in the group. Right. So if you came to Memphis, we like when we were in Memphis during the summer, like that's when all the concerts were. So everybody that came to town come by Daddy House. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. Daddy was the party man. Right. So you know he they had all the party favors. <laughs> I ain't gonna talk about all the party favors, but you know. That, I learned later on why everybody was there. Right. Like, okay, okay. They got the best, the best. Yeah, boy. You know what I'm saying? They got it all, boy. Yeah. I was like, damn, you know, you I might see you might the Christmas time, we really actually got the Merry Christmas. Like live. Like the like the temptations. temptations was at the house. Everybody was there. Dennis oh, wow. Edwards always at the crib. Uh-huh. Uh Morris Day. Everybody at the house. You That's know what I'm crazy. saying? So you know, so coming, you coming it up. living it up. Oh yeah, soaking it up. OJ's, all that. Me and my dad and and, and uh, um, uh, uh, Eddie Laverta are very good friends to this day. Nice. Right now, you know what I'm saying, and, and just they they just they got countless relationships. Isaac Hayes, I mean Otis Redding. I mean, of course, you know my dad was you know um, uh, played behind Otis Redding as well. Mm, man, so. Yeah. so Eventually, you end up being being an artist. Uh-huh. At what point did you decide to? Were you singing at first, rapping? And how did you get into that growing up? I was singing and rapping. I mean, I didn't know if I wanted to be like Bobby Brown or Soda So. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because yeah. it yeah. was like it was at that point where it was like kind of like you know you had Bobby Brown and you had Teddy Riley, you know, and and R. Kelly was just coming around, mm-hmm. and um, R. Kelly was actually new when I came out. He was like. I was kind of like at the music convention showing him the ropes, like showing him around. Wow. You know, um, and um, it was it was like one of those things where I went to Electra Records. I went to Electra Records and, and I uh, was signed by this guy named Doug Daniels and Bob Krasnow, who's an old um, uh, Jewish guy, super like he was he was like sick. Mm-hmm. And, and we didn't know that. But but um, he passed away. So when he passed away. They dropped me from the label. Mm. Mm. They dropped me from the label. I had one single out. As Phelan, my regular name was, my, my, my natural name is Phelan. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had a song out. What song was that? I think it was called Dance for Little Life. Don't y'all go looking for it. <laughs> Don't go looking for it. Don't, do not play it. <laughs> I'm glad. Oh, man. I'm glad the video ain't nowhere around. Dance yeah. for life. Um, I, I, got, I, got, I got all kind of good with that one. I go on YouTube and I try to find it. I can't find it. I kind of want to see it, but I kind of don't. Yeah. But uh, um, yeah, so I got dropped from the label. So I had, um, I had uh, uh, went back to like my my record label, who was my dad worked for this label, independent label called Mega Jam Records. Hmm. And this guy named Terry Starks, he, he he really believed in my dad and everything my dad believed in. And then in turn, he began to believe in me. Hmm. And so he had a studio. You know, so um, at that studio, when we had the big budget in, I never took in, I, I wasn't doing a business at the time. So I didn't know that everybody that was in there playing the bass players, the keyboard players, <laughs> the programmers. Pocket. <laughs> no, no, I mean, I knew they were coming out of our pocket, but at the same time, I didn't know that they weren't the producers. Mm. I thought they were the producers because they were making the music. Yeah. Mm. But I, at the time, I wasn't programming. Mm. And when I came back and lost my deal, everybody kind of looked at me like I failed. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I got dropped. You know, anytime they hear you got dropped. Yeah. Back then, it was like, they don't care about nobody dying of like You got dropped. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that was the news. <clears throat> so in Memphis, so I'm, I'm like, like, 
Like, why everybody treat me like a wet food stamp? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, damn. So I'm sitting in there by myself in the studio, and it's this little white kid named Mike Patterson. He was sitting in there, um, and he said, Jazzy, do you know why um, everybody is gone? I was like, no. He's like, it's because the money's gone. The money's gone. He said they have. He said they have no passion. He said you're here regardless. He said you have passion. Hmm. He said I'm here regardless. I have passion. I love to do this. I'm not going to be here. So that's not where I'm going to end up. Yeah. He said, but this is like you know, you have been producing these records all along. Have you heard these guys' music without you? Hmm. I was like, nah. And then he played me some of the stuff. I was like, yeah, it's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I was like, that's terrible. So then I thought he said you're telling them what to do. You're like Quincy Jones at this point, but you need to become like. Teddy Riley, you need to put your hands on the music. Mm -hmm. You need to put your hands on the music. So you go to this MPC. You start here. You start here, and we're going to connect this with this keyboard. We're going to hmm. MIDI them together, and we're going we're gonna to produce your next project. You're going to do it. Wow. That's crazy. Yep. Introduction to you. Taught me how to do it, and then I, then <clears throat> I went on to meet uh, uh, my boy Slice T, which we did the first Tila album together. Yeah. And when we did the Tila album together, that's what classic. This, that's what took me there. Yeah, you know Showing what I'm saying. Up. That was even after I moved to Atlanta, though. Yeah. So that's a whole nother. That's the show enough era. Show enough, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Show enough fire. era, yeah. I mean that that record show enough was so big that I had to move to Texas. Wow. And what's dope is what a lot of people don't know is that led me to find out why you see a lot of Texas rappers that you ain't heard about. But they still be rich. <laughs> and you thinking they selling dope. You know what I'm saying? Right. I'm like, nigga, you selling dope. But then you go there and you go to Clovertown or you go to, to, to the to the south side or the east side or the west side. Mm. And they be like, what you doing over here? They might ask Slim, Slim Thug that or something like that. Or, you know, if you ain't got no show. Yeah. You know, what you doing over here? Yeah. So that clicked in my mind. Like, these people don't travel. Hmm. Like everybody go to this club, or they go to that club, That's or they it. go to, they go to like three clubs. They go to the strip club over here, the regular club over here, the lounge over here, yeah. and everything's and everything's very like compartmentalized. Yes, everything is over here, separated yeah. like the lunch plate. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah, for real. So that's why people like Paul Wall, all of those guys. Once they do a mixtape, they can go from club to club to club to club. Right. I could do a club Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, yeah. Friday. Yeah. In this area, then go over one city over, do the same thing. Once I make my rounds, it's time to do another mixtape. That's right. You feel me? Yeah. So I'm rich. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So so that's how Texas roll. Yeah. So it, it'll never it, it'll it'll never be different because that's how they are. Right. They just that way. Yeah. I I. I can attest to that because I, I've got friends that are, you know, doing their thing in Dallas. Yeah. And it's like starting over when they go to Houston. But right. Once they get it popping, it's a it's a whole nother thing, you know. Yeah. And that's crazy. I never I never really been out there to find that out, but that's dope. Yeah. Yeah. Super territorial. Yeah, that's crazy. Very territorial. Yeah. Now I read somewhere that um at some point when you're just getting started, you connected with a uh, MC Bree. Mm -hmm. And that kind of morphed into working with Eric Sermon. So how did how did guys like Breed, uh, Sermon, um, Rico Way? How did you know you come into Atlanta and meeting those guys? Now, now first of all, like that that's an interesting story because 
Okay, you know, oh, over here, I'm gonna set set the scene. You go over here to um, How Mill, How Mill, the big Walmart right there. Yep. yep. <laughs> it wasn't no Walmart right there. Wasn't no Walmart. It, it was a it was a um, it was a ran down hotel called the Castlegate. Mm. Mm. It's called the Castlegate. I moved there. I I, I I lived there. I was living at the Castlegate. Wow. My manager, her name is Carolyn Miller. God rest in peace. She she passed recently, but um um she um she had brought us to to out here. It was me. I had a group called the Funkaholics. Hmm. There was four of us, and three of us came down here to try to make it, try to make it in the game. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. So we got down to I I, I think we had about thirteen dollars between all of us. Hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Ty Day, your basketball player. Yeah. Ty Day. Yep. He was from Memphis. He, I, I didn't have no money. I didn't want to ask my daddy for nothing. Me and my daddy got into it and whatever. And I, and I was down to my last. I, you know how you pulling everybody yeah. with your bread. Yeah. So I'm like, I ain't got no money. He was like, man. Todd was like, man, you need to go to you need to go to Atlanta. He gave me like, man, he, man, what is gonna take? I, and I ain't want, I ain't want a lot of money. He was, probably would have gave me twenty grand. Yeah. But you know, I had a new basketball contract. Yeah. So he gave me like, um, he, I think he gave me like two thousand dollars, nineteen hundred dollars, something like that. Yeah. I was like, all right, this is good. You know, I, I'll be good for about a month. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Four people. <laughs> she was gone so fast. Right. We we came out of Castlegate, got four rooms. What y'all don't want? Fifty nine dollars? Okay, yeah. Everybody get a room. Get a room. <laughs> so we went down there. <laughs> you get a room. You get a room. So it broke down. It broke down at the last minute to to us having one room. Yeah. My manager, she was so she was so smart. She didn't got found a dude down in the kitchen. You know what I'm saying? She's cool with. He was feeding us and shit. Come on. You know what I'm <laughs> we was talented. He was cool. He started liking her. I was like, great. Hey. You know what I'm yeah. <laughs> then she like out of out of the blue, she was like, I know MC Breed. I was like, what? <laughs> I said, we we're out here eating scraps. And you and you we eating chicken for your chicken finger me to death. <laughs> Pause. It's <laughs> all right. <laughs> Sound like I need to say pause. Right pause. <laughs> Chicken finger me. <laughs> Shit. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh that my god. Was funny. Yes, it was. Oh my god. I'm glad y'all got that shit. Okay, man. So, 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 um, we went to a studio over there on, um, on South Carolina Road. Yeah. Dog, I swear to God, my studio that I own right now. Yeah. 10,000 square feet. Yeah. I could walk to the studio. Damn, I didn't even think about that. Hmm. I could walk to that fucking studio, bro, Damn. in probably 15 minutes. Yeah. Where, where I met Breed at the first time. That's crazy. Kayla Studios. Yeah. Right over there across from the racetrack over there on, uh, um, you know, the famous racetrack over there on uh, the racetrack uh, uh, gas station. Wherever. So I met <laughs> I met him over there. I'm, I met him. <laughs> yeah. I met him. I met Breed over there. He was in the booth. Mm-hmm. He was freestyling the record. Bro, he was freestyling the record. So we sitting in the, in, in the control room with, with his people. I think Hurricane was in there, DJ Hurra. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He was in there. He was, you know, on his high horse. He was fucking around with the Beastie Boys at the time. He's on, on the highway. <laughs> so so um so we came in there and he walked out the booth and he, he greeted, you know, everybody he was like, Yeah, yeah. So and tell me, uh uh Jazzy Fizzle, he says, Jazzy Faye, you you I heard you got some beats. I wasn't like known like that then. Yeah. This was before show enough, all of that. Right. 
So I had I had floppy disks like in a Nike box. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I'm talking about all in colorful order and everything. So he said, um, he said, heard you got beats. I had cassettes. I got dats. I got everything <laughs> in that box. Right. My life. If somebody took that that box. Why? Woo. So um, he said, I said, yeah. I said, what well, can I play? He's like, it's that player. Okay, play the dat. So I put it in that, and I played number one. He said, okay, you did that? I was like, yeah, okay, okay. Play number two. Play number two. He was like, nigga, what's that? He said, the budget is up. I was like, okay, I think that means the money. Because <laughs> I wasn't, you know, I wasn't in the, the yeah. industry money talk right, at that right, time. Right. She was like, man, the budget is up right now. I was like, okay, okay. So he played number three. He's like, nigga, I want both of those. So he said, man, what he said, uh, uh, how long y'all going to be here? So my manager was standing right there, so I just looked at her. And then he said, uh, uh, where y'all staying at? Then I looked at her again. <laughs> <laughs> He said, this nigga ain't even asking his own questions, man. <laughs> he said, man. He said, bro, he said, man, you dope as fuck. Like, so I guess they talked in the hallway, yeah. came back and said, man, look. He looked at his partner, his main dude. He said, Jabri. He was a rapper, Jabri. Yeah. He, said, he looked at Jabri and said, hey, Jabri, threw him his keys. He said, go to the house. He said, clear out the room across from my room. He said, clear that room out and prepare that room for both of them to come hmm. stay. I was like. Whoa! <laughs> I was like, nigga, we we and I said, go time is with me. He said, well, they could, they could stay too at the basement. I got I got space. Yeah, that's what's up. That's fine. Man, came over there. Man, I you know I ain't stay in no bedroom. I was in the studio. He had a studio in the basement. I was down there the and whole time. What? And, and then <laughs> he comes in every day. I kid you not. Came in too short. I met Too Short. Then I met G. Hmm. G hooked it up. Yeah. G hooked it up. Yeah. So G G came in. I was like, nigga, you made that beat? Nigga, play me that little beat. Red Man, get over here. Red Man calls Eric Sermon. Eric Sermon. Hey, you got to hear this nigga. crazy. Eric Sermon was doing $50,000 remixes at the time. Right. He was like, yo, yo, you know, this kid Jazzy, man, he's amazing. Like, he came through. He was like, yeah. <laughs> he was like, bro. He was like, bro. He said, bro, them drum sounds. He said, man, come in here. And he had me doing, like, the drums to a lot of his remixes. That's fine. And I just go, bro, bro, bro. That boy said, gave me a check. I looked at the chair, it was like $10,000. I was like, nigga. <laughs> Let's <laughs> keep going. Remix. He's like, you don't get no publishing on remixes, but I give you a check, though. Like, you yeah. know, $10,000, cool. I was like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Boy, he was like, man, I was getting them motherfuckers. 10000 turn to 20000 20000 turn to 40000 yeah. 40000 turn to 50000 yeah. Next thing you know, I'm like, shit, nigga, we're rich. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But you know, it, you know, it's just—I mean—it was a snowball, man. You know, God rest in peace, Breed. He yes, was one me. of the greatest people I ever met. You know, um, anything his family need, I got him. I yeah. mean, whatever it is, it, it, it's just like, man, it's—I it's, it, it, can't even—you can't even put your hands on a better person. I mean, Tupac. I mean, Pop loved him. He's like, nigga, Breed, say you hard, nigga. That's how I ended up on Pac shit. You Damn. know what I'm saying? And so, like, and and um. Pac was like, nigga, give me, give Edie all the beats, give her Edie. And we had never worked while he was alive. Yeah. And Edie could call me. He said, he said, man, you know, Pac always meant to get in with you, man. He was always talking about you, man. Call Jazzy, call Jazzy, call Jazzy. Boom. So 
he he gave me the whole project. He gave me the whole uh um the uh um the double album. What was the album we did? Like the resurrection. Yeah. Mm. What was the name of it? I, I can't I, I can't remember it off the bat. But I put Jagged Edge on it. I put Ti on it. I put everybody on it. That's crazy. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, the double album. Yeah, we That's dope. Like four million copies. I think. Ooh. So it seems like say that with ease, you know, four big copies. I, I mean, yeah, you know? I mean, I mean, it's Tupac though, it's right? Like, and then I worked on Biggie. Yeah, I worked on Biggie. You know, I I worked a lot with with, with Big and with with um with with uh, uh with um Puff and worked with all those guys. So how does the power of relationships come into play? Because it seems like you that's were, everything. Relationships is everything. Having a good relationship with everybody is is. Cause one person can be like, "Oh, that nigga whack." Yeah, that nigga, you know, he, he and it, it can it might not even be true. It might just be hate. It yeah. might just be because of a broad. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I make sure, like, when when the girls come through the studio, she'll she'll tell you, like, like I don't I don't I don't mess with none of the chicks that come through the studio. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I keep all That's I keep game. my studio. The studio, if, if somebody come through for me, they for me. But if they for somebody else, yeah. I, I don't care what they say, how they look, yeah. none of that. I I always keep that separate because I've seen that that takes down empires. Yeah. Like like, like yeah, like kings, queens, right. et, like all of those things have, empires fall because of because of women. Yeah. And, yeah. and 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 just you know, the misappropriation of relationships. Yeah. You know what Absolutely. Saying? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. That's dope, man. So what was it like? Uh, so you was part of the the, the early Jeezy. Yeah. Like a, what was that a like? A part. Man? Yeah. Well, <laughs> let me tell you about that. Tighten up. I mean, tighten up. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I put Jeezy in the game. Dead like, is. no no cap. You know what I'm saying? He know that. But, I mean, it, it is what it is. I mean, I'll tell you how it happened. <clears throat> he came. I, I met him uh, out. And I was like, I was like, I see you out all the time. What you do? He's like. I rap. I was like, nigga, you don't rap. I was like, because I know who you with. I'm like, I see who you with. You ain't a rapper. Right. So, so I'm like, <laughs> I kind of knew he was, but I was just challenging him. You know what I'm saying? And he's like, man, I'm going to come. I'm pull up on you, man. I got to go right now. You know, and he had some people with him. And he, and he uh, met me the next day at Dallas Austin Studio. Yeah. Met me at Dark. So so he came up there. He had like five CDs in his hand. And it was, uh, um, come shop with me. Hmm. I don't know if you ever heard that, but mm. it's, it's, it's Come Shop With Me. It was a double album. It was one album was called The Soft and one other album was called The Hard. Yeah. He had everybody from Bone Crusher to, to Lil John. You know, you know, Dope Boy's Dream. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He, he he got the money, so he's going to buy all of the features. Yeah, got, yeah. Trying to make it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Thinking that that's going to, you know, take him there. And so uh, he had a different flow, too. I ain't going to talk about that. Yeah. But, but it's, it's all good. <laughs> but, um, he he um gave us the project and he gave me five CDs. I handed them out to my guys, my main guys, my my hitters, my you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And my street dudes. Because yeah. I was like, this street shit, okay. You gave them to my guys. Came back. I was like, all right, I'll call you, I'll call you, I'll let you let you see what it is. So um well niggas was like, hey, nigga, number five, nigga. Da, 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 yeah. He said this, he said that, da, 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 da. it wasn't really all about the songs. Really? It's about what he was talking about. What he was saying. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. He he. I don't think he really mm. had a hit. He just had some good songs and yeah. he just talked some good shit, some good street shit, and it was refreshing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like to hear somebody talk about it in that way, that the way he described things. Mm -hmm. So, um, time went by. Me and Noonie, uh, uh over noon time, was like, man, let's call Shake. 
We called Shakir. Yeah. Rest his soul. Yeah. Shake. Shakir Stewart called Shakir and he was like, he heard it. He was like, nigga, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. So got Coach K, got uh um Kinky B, all of us. We went up to uh to uh my boy me, uh Big Zach, uh my boy uh Nooney. All of us went up to New York. Went to New York, met with LA Reed. LA Reed was just getting in the building at the time. <clears throat> up at uh Def Jam. Def Jam, yeah. Yep. He was just getting at Def Jam. And I think uh like Jim Jones was up there getting a haircut or something like that. Cause you know you had they had them. Uh he, he wasn't in his office. LA wasn't in his office. So he was over there by where they were getting the, they had a, like a makeshift barbershop they had created, you know. Yeah. You know, diplomats was running shit. Then. Right, right. So right. they in there just in there just getting haircuts and smoking weed and shooting dice and you know. So we playing the music. I said, Jeezy, uh, when LA, because I, you know, I've, I've, I've met with LA already and, and done things with him. Yeah. So we had Sierra already about to drop. So this is not our first time dealing with LA, so I know how he moves. Yeah. So I said, LA is going to have his phone, and when he hears a song he likes, he's going to hit a button, and then everybody's going to pile in the room. Mm. He's already got a, a group message <clears throat> already going. Right. You know what I'm saying? So if this shit is hot, I'm going to hit y'all. And if it's a go, and then y'all come in and just give me that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So we in there. He played the song. Um, we getting money over here. What it do, Pippin? Uh, uh, uh. L.A. didn't move. Uh-oh. <laughs> and that, that was like the single at the time. He right. was like kind of like, I just want to do a single deal with him and da, 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 see how it go. I was like, mm. I said, he's not really a single deal type of guy. But I was just like, okay, y'all come on. Because the CTE and J- Show Enough was still two different <clears> things, even though I had I had Jeezy signed at the time. Right. You know what I'm saying? So he came in. He, he didn't he didn't move to that record. So I don't know if he, he wanted me to play my records that I did on Jeezy. So I pl- but I played them because, I mean, we didn't have shit else to play. Right. So I, so I played the record. Um, uh, Dave Chappelle. I'm rich, bitch. Two cars in a trunk. Hey. I'm rich, bitch. Hey. Club tear up. Hey. That motherfucker, L.A. Reed said, nigga, what the fuck is that? Hey, he stopped the beat. He said, stop that, stop that, stop that, stop that. Take that back to the top. He said, come on, do it. So, mind you, Jesus sitting there, man, with rose gold on. He got, man, about $50,000 worth of jewelry on. He's sitting back like, nigga, perform. You know what I'm saying? Yo. Like, he was like, yes. That's his thing, man. Come on. Yeah. Come on. I want you to do it right here. He hit that button. When he hit that button, Skane Dollar came in. Uh, Tina Davis. Um, yeah. James Bartles. That was that was running the run, running the finance department. Uh, we had Shakir Stewart there. It's check time. Kevin Lyles. <laughs> Kevin Lyles was in the building. Yeah. Uh, uh, Jim Jones walked in there. And they and when, when Jim Jones walked in, L.A. Reed's eyes was like golf ball. He was like, Jim Jones don't walk in here. Jim Jones was kind of like, this nigga ain't no Def Jam. Nigga. You know what I'm saying? He, you know, he fuck with L.A. Right. You know what I'm saying? He's like, hey. He came in. Jim Jones came in and dapped me up. He said, do your thing, playboy. That's one. He said, that nigga's one. And L.A. Reed was like, whoa, Jim Jones. Like, because they, <laughs> they was like the Bible at, at, right, at, right. at, at Def Jam yeah. at the time. <clears throat> Like you know, what I'm saying I know if if we don't do it, they gonna grab that nigga on the way out the door. Yeah, right. You know what I'm saying? Your Damon and all them niggas gonna be like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Get this nigga. That's how he ended up. You know, with with Jay and all of that. So because it was like talking. You know what I mean? So um, he was like, man, get them niggas lunch. Get them whatever they want. Cause we about to do this deal right now. Yeah. 
about to do the deal right now. Man. So we did the deal. Did the deal. That's crazy. Well, I want to get into more of that and also uh, some of the Sierra stuff. We're going to take a quick break, though, yep. and we come right back with the free right, game podcast. What's up, y'all? This episode is brought to you by DistroKid. DistroKid is a service that musicians use to put music into online stores and streaming services. This includes iTunes, Spotify, Apple Music, TikTok, Amazon, Deezer, Tidal, and many more. DistroKid collects earnings and payments and sends 100% of the earnings to artists. Artists can also pay their collaborators. You can also get a hyper follow to get more Spotify followers and promote your releases. DistroKid is also the first distributor to send music to TikTok. Use this link to get 40% off your first year's DistroKid membership. DistroKid.com forward slash VIP forward slash free game. All that information is in our description. Holla at your boy. Welcome back free to the Free Game Podcast with our very, very special guest, Jazzy <clears throat> Faye in the building. Yep. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> We're just talking about, uh, you know, you uh, helping Jeezy get in, it, get in the game. Somebody mm-hmm. else that you helped get in the game was Sierra. Mm. Yeah. And y'all did magic. Magic. Mm. Magic. And it's legendary yeah. stories about how that happened. Like, how did that happen? Yeah. Um, uh, a friend of ours, uh, T.A., um, brought, brought her to... To Dart, once again, you know, Dallas is a very good friend of mine, and he really opened his doors and, like, family and just let me just come in and, and, and do my thing. He, mm-hmm. he believed in my vision. He uh, he believed in my uh, my lineage. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And he knew that I was, I had great studio etiquette. Mm. I know what it, I, I was vibey. You know what I'm saying? I, I know how to, you know, I, I understood his vibe, most of all, and, and respected his whole his space you know, sanctuary yeah mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying yeah so that's so important you know what i mean so when important you, when, you, when you get people to come in and, and and you know you make them you know you can direct the traffic and you can control the atmosphere yeah you know what i'm saying that's important yeah. so shouts out to dallas man that's my man you yeah. know what i'm saying my, my brother for life um yeah he, he opened his doors to me and i was like if you ever walk in the dark you just like as soon as you walk inside the the, the building like you Cut to the right, and then like I was like over in the little cubby hole to yeah. the right, so you could easily <clears throat> walk past, miss me. You might hear a little thump or something back yeah. there, but you ain't gonna see me. You won't see me. Yeah, Lloyd used to be tucked off in that room back there too. That was my room. I, I got was my room. Yeah, all right. You know what I'm saying? Now I think who's in it now? I think because Future bought the building. I think like uh, little ATL Jacob is in there now, and it's so ironic that I got a condo and ATL Jacob lives right there. Wow. He lives there. Yeah, that's dope. Coming up. And he always talked to me, like, send me about five records. And he's like, man, what you think? Huh? What you think? Yeah, I used to love Dart. It, it, had a, it had a vibe. It had an open space where you could kind of walk around and mm-hmm. chill. They yep. had, like, bean bags and shit mm-hmm. out and all that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was fire. It yeah. was real dope. Yeah, real dope. So um, <clears throat> she she was um, she came in, and she was a part of a group hmm. called Hearsay. And and um, uh, the uh, one of the girl's fathers... Was um, was was the manager, mm. and so he thought his girl was the Beyonce of the group, right? Of course, you know what I'm saying. So, um, they was like, you know, tell me what you think about the girl right there, the one one over there on the left. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> they thought that they, I guess they were all coming to see me, but they was like really like, no, I want to get her. Right? She, she wants to do her own thing. Yeah. I'm like, okay. I was like, I was like, bro, she's a star. Yeah. She's a star. She really didn't sing that much at that point. She sang a little bit. She had one part. But when she stepped out and did her thing, she just froze and she was like, (laughs) I was like, (laughs) man, if if stole the show was a person, (laughs) that's her. You know what I'm saying? 
And she would do this little thing where she would drop down because Sierra was a lot thicker then. Yeah. She was thick. Like, yeah. In the way she was like all of that. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? What was that? <laughs> Sound effect. <laughs> I dropped this damn uh, oh, I thought, cup holder. Oh, oh, I thought that was like a sound effect. Like, like she thick. <laughs> <laughs> I thought one of y'all sound effects like. Da, 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 Yo. Thick, thick. <laughs> da, da, da. I want to da, da, da. Cause you so big. <laughs> oh, y'all to put that in there. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah, Fabo's voice. You say, man, she was thick. Because <laughs> you so thick. <laughs> All right. Come on now. Don't front on my shit now. Don't front on my production. Come on, man. <laughs> Let me produce y'all, man. <laughs> yeah, so um, yeah, so she 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 was doing her thing. And um she she was just she was just it. Yeah. And she came to the studio like every day, you know, these big old house shoes and just, you know, um, just the spirit, you know what I mean? Come through the studio. We didn't work like the first three days. I don't think we did anything. And everybody was like, when y'all gonna do something? And I'm like, man, you know, it's kind of like, you know, I'm getting the vibe. I'm getting the vibe. She would just be dancing everywhere. And I was like, like a grandmama want to put a shawl on it. Like she was so sexy. You know what I'm saying? She was mm-hmm. 17 though. Mm-hmm. So you know you got all these dudes running around dark. I'm like, stop dancing. You go like Jesus. Sit down. Like, it's too much. It's too much. <laughs> but so I, I and my if something clicked in my head. Like I got to make the music that goes to that. That's right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because ain't no. Because I, I always like when when I'm making music or, or doing a project or anything, it's all about the canvas. Hmm. Put some paint where it ain't. Come on, you know what I'm man. saying? Don't come in there and do, oh, I'm going to come in there and I'm going to sound like Future. Come on, man. I'm sound like Amigos. <laughs> nigga, I don't want to sign. Some paint I don't want to sign ain't. none of y'all niggas. <laughs> I want to sign the next nigga. Right. The next one. Who who dares to do something different? That's right, man. You know what I mean? Yes, sir. Who And they going to be the one. Yeah. They going to be the one. They, they got the confidence. They got the thing. They got the determination. And they like to work. Because now... Like somebody less talented than you can outwork you and kill you. That's right. They're gonna kill you. Yeah. Ain't nobody outworking too short. That's right. You think too short out here out trying to outwrap anybody? Not at all. No, but I bet <laughs> you they don't get bread like too short. Come on, man. Who you know, 50 some years old, still getting seventy, eighty thousand dollars a track. Yep. Come on, dog. Are you killing? I, I pattern my life after people like that. That's right. You know what man. I'm saying? That's dope. So, um, so we went in. I think the first three days me and CC worked. It it was like, I think the first day we did. Uh, I went on an up tempo. So so I was like, uh, oh, I did the looking at you. Man, you got a girlfriend too. I did that. Second song. You changed the game. I like Man, y'all knocked it out of the park. <laughs> I did that, and then I did um, oh, pick up the phone. That's crazy. Pick up the phone, pick up the phone, boy, pick up the phone. That I know you see me on your color ID. Yeah, that me and uh, uh, Jante Austin. You know what I'm saying? So we went in there, King Jante. Yeah. Oh boy, King, <laughs> King, King, quick with it. Yeah. Um, and we did it, and and. I was sitting with uh, um, L.A. Reed. It was my first time having a meeting like 
with an executive, a big executive, and about music. You know what I mean? I always just made placements off of knowing artists and have a relationship with artists. Mm-hmm. And I and, and nobody had really sat down and met with me, met with me. And LA was like, I want to meet with Jazzy. I want to meet with him, bring him in. So I'm not knowing what to do or how to act in a damn meeting. So I'll just come in playing. I'll play him Slick Rick. I'll play him uh, uh, Joe. i played him everybody's shit. He said, hey, man, all those are great songs. He said, but I can't do shit with that. <laughs> he said, give me something I can have. Yeah. And I wasn't ready for C yet. And Shake Shakir was sitting over there like, nigga, play the girl. I was like, well, who? He said, the girl that you're working on, the girl. Dad, the girl, dancing girl. I was like, <laughs> I just bought a Bentley. I was like, so I went downstairs, went down to the car, popped it out, came upstairs, and I played it. I played, I think I played Thug Style first. Uh, uh, um, Noonie looked at me and said, he was throwing sets like thug, 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 thug. since LA man, he, he gonna like thug style. I'm telling you, man, I played that shit. That nigga, hey you, it's me. Turn the music down. That nigga said, "What <laughs> is that?" Yeah, man. and I played a couple of the other records, and he went right back to that. When he said, yeah. "Who is that?" And he was like, "You got pictures of her?" I was like, "Here she go, right here." That was it. He was like, mm, "Yeah, that's it. That's it." How old is she? I'm like 18. Like, what? Yeah. She dance like she can dance. I'm like, nigga, can't she dance? Yeah. That's what she doing now. She's somewhere dancing, looking crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, like, I'm, like, I'm like, she's not ready, bro. She is not ready for you to see her. Yeah. He was like, I gotta leave tonight. Yeah. I said, bro, I I'll be doing a disservice. I said, she is not gonna, she's not gonna like it. She's not gonna pull up and and she's gonna be mad as hell if I tell her she gotta come like she like she looking. He's like, all right, so tomorrow, I, he looked at his assistant and said, can, can we do this tomorrow? Can we, can we, can we? Yeah, so we fixed it. Came in the next day, as soon as he saw. I, I didn't know how to act once again. Yeah. I had everybody from the whole label at the damn meeting. Yeah. I had about 30 people. <laughs> so he walks in like, where is she? <laughs> I heard his voice. <laughs> He ain't say what's up. <laughs> Where is she at? <laughs> then I said, everybody move back, move back. Everybody move back. He saw her. She was just standing there like this. And she was looking like, man, she, she looked so amazing. He was like, come here. It's over. It's done. It's over. That's so good, man. Next time we met, she was dancing and popping and shaking in the damn office of New York. There it is. Yeah. Yep. So like from the development side, like so once you got the once you got to go, what 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 y'all do from there? Was it just about I called Divine Stevens? Yeah. Divine Stevens come and put the eye of the tiger in her. Mm-hmm. I called Tamika Foster. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Who became yeah. Tamika Raymond? Yeah. You know, Usher, you know uh ex-wife. Um she put the look, that that thing, that 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 vibe, something that nobody else had. Come on, man. You know what I mean? With the with the boots. She had the, yeah. the high rider boots, the low rider pants. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And and the little, just the little whole little the, the bathing suit top. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? People were were going after that. We were just going after a look that was, you know, undone. Yeah. And just to go with what she was doing. Yeah. And we shot the first video with Benny Boom over at um at uh uh in, in Campbellton. Over there not far from here. That's crazy. Man. 
Next thing you know, she in small towns like the one I'm from, pulling up, doing a little going <laughs> crazy. in the wall spots and all that, bro. It was going crazy. crazy. Yeah, that's so good. And, we had, and then I was like, man, let's go down to Miami and, and, and cut some records and, and all of that. And, and while we were cutting records, I see this, I see this uh this ninja turtle colored uh Lamborghini pull up. This thing is loud as that wow. Pulls in real fast. And like somebody comes out. And, and it moves the cone, you know, uh, uh, from outside, and she backs in. Door goes up. She jump out, Missy. Whoa. Missy jumps out. Hey, what's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? It's like, yo, I'm Jazzy Faye. She's like, what? Jazzy Faye, I heard about you, bro. You hard. You hard as hell. Like, we got to do something. Yeah. I was like, okay. I said, like, I got this artist. See, say, say. She was like, we were outside. And she walked over there. She was like, OMG. She was like, oh, she's a cutie. She's like, oh, she can dance? I was like, yeah. She wanted to play the music in her car. Boom. They was off doing their thing. <laughs> it was over with. Over with. Just kicking it. I think they just kicked it. Yeah. And I think about a month later, I went home. I think I did something with, I had Carrie Hilson with me at, as well, right? Because she wrote on Looking at You. And she called me one day and was like, yo, send me some beats. Send me some beats right now. Send them to this e email. I'm ready. I'm ready to do her, her project. I got it on my mind. I was like, all right. I sent her five records. I sent, sent uh, uh, Missy five records to show you how genius she is, right? Missy sent me back five records done to each beat that I sent. Wow. All of them was up-tempo, and she made it a continuum. Like, the CD was like a mixtape. It was like, no shit! Sierra, <laughs> Jazzy Faye, song drop. Whoa, oh, you like that shit? Oh, DJ's gonna be playing that. She gonna be going crazy. Whoa, wow. one two step. This is out of. <laughs> this is a Jazzy Faye production. I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> She's stroking my ego right now. <laughs> Jazzy made it all this shit. I'm like, oh motherfucker, go out of here. God damn, classic. Out of here. Ooh, the hook was different at the time, and when I played it for CC, she was like, oh, I don't know. I said, you have to get involved with the music. You get involved with the hook. Yeah, I'm gonna play you where I got the song from. Mm -hmm. I got it from from Africa Bambada. Yeah. So Africa Bambada, she was just rocking, don't stop it. Got to rock and don't right, stop. Right. Got to ticking and talking. Yeah, yeah. So she was like, I think I got an idea. I was like, yeah, go in the booth. She's like, it's kind of corny. I said, I want it to be kind of corny. Yeah. She was like, all right, here we go. Rock it, don't stop it. Everybody get on the floor. I was like, it's corny. <laughs> but let's go. Say it like this, though. <laughs> she did that shit right. Out of here. Come on, man. Straight history. Dog. The label still didn't believe it, though. Wow. And I, and I ain't going to cap. I called Polo. I said, man, I play. I played the record for Polo. He's like, email it to me. I was like, I don't want to email it to you. <laughs> <laughs> I said, I'm going to play it to you on the phone. Though. He's like, I ain't playing. I was like, I played it for him. <laughs> well, he said, man, he said, man, that shit crazy, man. Them people crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man, crazy. He's like, man, they crazy. He said, man, you know what I did, right? He said, like, what'd you do? He said, man, I leaked that leaked shit. Leaked that shit. <laughs> I leaked that bitch. He said, he said, uh, he gave me a number. He said, man, nigga, send you call, you send it over here. <laughs> nigga, they gonna have you a, a thousand copies, nigga. 
back then we weren't sending it to the email. We were sending that shit FedEx, nigga. So yeah. we got it, we got it like, you know, when people be sending out orders and shit. Yeah. Like he's sending out hair and all this shit. We that's how we had the CDs all piled up in the back. Then we sending them out to every DJ. I went to every club, gave them the DJ, and I stood in the in the booth until they played that shit. I ain't leaving. I ain't even playing. The label's already had a number one record. Hmm. The label was trying to make me put out oh. But I was like, I can't go from I can't go from goodies up here to, you know, oh right here. I can go to oh third. Yeah. But I need another up tempo. I want to go faster. Yeah. Like faster? Like, I mean it was kind of they didn't get it. I was like, okay. But I know about the base all-stars. And Come I know on, we, man. We, we, ATL, we, yeah, <laughs> we, you know what I'm saying? We're going to do that. Right. We're going to win like that, too. I said, we're going to get white out. Yeah. We don't get them on this that's shit. That's right. Because that's what they didn't do. They didn't really get on it. Like, we finna have them get on it because they don't have anybody to represent it. Yeah. Man, she got on that shit. Go. Over. Yeah. I forced their hand. They called me. was like, well. Looks like you guys got a buzz going on with this. We're going to run this one. Like, you got damn right. <laughs> and then everybody in the back, I was like, that was smart. That was so smart. Like, so genius. So brave. So brave. So like, fucking coward. <laughs> so brave. Fall for anything. Yeah. yeah. We're going to win. That's so good, man. <laughs> yeah, you've had a, a lot of great moments, though. Um, yeah, man. You know, throughout your, your production career. Um, I was looking over your discography. I didn't even know you had credits on the Mary J. Blige Just Fine record. I made that record. Nice. Yeah, me, well, I didn't make it by <laughs> myself. I mean, um, we were sit, we were sitting in a meeting. It was me. I was working with Tricky and Dream, and uh, uh, at the at the time, me, Tricky, Dream, Esther Dean, all of us over at uh, Triangle Sound, which is Red Zone. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So I was working over <laughs> there, and um, we we did um, we had a meeting. So we sitting in there. Uh, um, and I think like Mary was sitting behind us and the meeting was over. So when the meeting got over, everybody walked out in the hall, dispersed out in the hall. She was waiting for somebody to bring her some barbecue. She wanted some barbecue from this place and she was waiting for the barbecue to come. Mm. So she was like, we was just talking. She was like, Jazzy, I'm, I'm like tapping the sounds. She's talking to Chris Hicks' wife at the time. Keisha, mm-hmm. they're really good friends. And, uh, um, so, so, um, I'm, I'm tapping on it. I'm like, Tricky and loaded up my sounds over here. He had all my sounds loaded up. Cause we use the same sounds on a lot of stuff because we were doing the records together. And she said, uh, I never, I never, you know, when I'm in the studio, I never, you know, nobody uh, puffing. They always give me the song and it's ready to go. I never, I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, she's like, yeah, I don't sit there and, and, and make the songs with them at all. I'm like, what? You never sat there while somebody's like, nope, I never have. I was like, oh, you don't say. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> said, hmm, it was a good tempo. Like 105, 107, something like that. Boom. Catch. Off the drum track alone. See who's ready. <laughs> I just got through telling Ron Fair this on the phone. Ron, because Ron Fair added the horns to it. But um Ron Fair, he he was like, he I, no, uh I was like, uh, you like that beat? She was like, that's my first single. I was like, huh? No wow. words, no nothing. I said, so what would you say? She said, well, can we get Dreaming in here? Because I want everybody to hear what I got to say. So yeah, so everybody came back in. 
And and I think they heard the beat and they was like, yo, what are you doing, Jazzy? He's like, you know, she's in here. He's like, you making beats and shit. You know what I'm saying? The queen is here and you making beats. <laughs> We're not all together on this right here. So she says, well, Jazzy, first, Jazzy just made a beat and I think this is my first single. So let me tell you what I, what I want people to know on this song. I want people to know that I'm not sitting somewhere crying. I'm not sitting somewhere sad. I'm just fine. I'm all right. Damn. Dream was like. <laughs> Dream said, play that. I was like, uh-oh. Kook. Kook Harrell. He, to this day, he, like, Rihanna don't do a vocal without him. Oh, yeah, no. He's the king. Day, yeah. He's the king. So, so he was like, he was sitting, he played the beat. Boom, boom, we played the beat. So that nigga said, all right. Give me a track. One in the booth. Say nothing to nobody. He just walked in. Mm, beat. He's like, fine, fine, fine. Uh, uh, the boy, uh, uh, Tricky, walks over to the keyboard. <laughs> 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 like, oh, shit. Something going on. I got on the guitar. <laughs> Magic. Out of here. Just Dang. fine, 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 fine. That's how it happened. Oh my! No God. effort, zero effort. It was. Does that happen for you all the time? Like the all big, the time. your big records are the ones all the that time. didn't take nothing. All the yet. time. Wow, man! One two step out of all of that batch of records I sent took me the least time. Yeah, but I wanted to reach out to Bambada because I knew that that he was, you know, the, he was funny about letting people use his record. I said, man, how much we going to pay you for using this record? He said, he said, young blood. He said, he said, your daddy James Alexander. I was like, yeah. He said, "Listen, when I, that's all I want, I want you to know is when you when I call on you, I want you to answer. Yeah, well, I never ever need you to whatever I need you to do, you gonna do it. I was like, I ain't gonna, nothing illegal. Yeah, I was like, all right. <laughs> he said, I say I got you, bro. I say all right, it's yours. Yeah, say yeah. wherever I need to sign, I, I do it. All right, I got you. I was like, look at God. <laughs> what? <laughs> look at." <laughs> I never talked to him after that. I was like, uh, <laughs> Mr. Bambada, did you know we sold five million records? <laughs> five million. Wow. Yeah. And it's the biggest ringtone of her whole career. Mm-hmm. Uh, man. That was easy to clear. I bet he happy he cleared that. Oh, my God. All the way here. He, I am. <laughs> I still gave him credit though. There it is. Well, you ha- you have an eye for like new talent. I know you uh were working with uh Rest in Peace of Young Greatness. Yeah. You, you would uh you know found him. What, what was that like? And what do you look for in, when you're looking for a new artist? Oh, uh, well, I didn't really find Young Greatness. He kind of found me. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Um, and between him and um, uh, Dirty Bird, I say he he did. Uh, DJ Blue, <laughs> he, they'll, him and T from uh, Exclusive Game, they'll fight over who brought greatness to the table, whatever. Yeah, I don't care about that. But but uh, um, that we we met in Exclusive Game, like really and really had our synergy match there. Like we 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 kicked it and just was playing beats. I was playing beats on the pill, and and, and we were just in there, him, me, his crew, we just drinking and just freestyling. He was mm-hmm. like, "Nigga, you hard." <clears throat> I was like, I was like, let me tell you something, dog. I'm a sponge. I'm also an artist. I can rap. I can sing. I was like, nigga, you ain't got more cadences, nor more melodies than me. You dream, you Esther Dean, you Tricky, none of y'all niggas. 
Say, because y'all ain't been where I've been. I, y'all ain't listening to what I listen to. Now, I might not apply it like all of y'all do, but yeah. you don't got more right. than me. Right. No, None of y'all niggas. Because cause it, it, it's like, like, I come from, like, me, we book. When I, when I met Cash Money, we booked out Patchwork for two years. So you working with 10, 15 rappers. Everybody got to have different cadences. Yeah, you done heard it all. So you can't out-cadence me. Yeah. I don't, and I done been working <clears throat> with with Gucci. Yeah. Like, man, Gucci, like, got cadences. Yeah. Like, he got cadences, dog. Yeah. Like, and so does Manny Fresh. Yeah. Like, because like he got he to help people with they, with their records. Like, being around, like, like, Wayne. Like, come on, man. I done gave Wayne cadences. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If yeah. you feel uninspired, I mean, yeah, anybody can inspire anybody. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And Gilly, too. That boy Gilly was cold. Right. Yeah, well, I, I'm interested in that side of you as a producer because not a lot of producers are able to get on the pen side of it. And I know that's one of your strong points as well. Can yeah, because I was an artist first. I mean, you know what I'm ah, saying? Yeah. So, yeah. that's not, I mean, <clears throat> my goal wasn't to be a producer in the first place. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, I'm an artist, you know, first. That's super dope. Yeah, it is. Well, yeah, man. Yeah, uh, I think that's it, man. I think okay. we got what we need, man. This right here was super fire, man. Yeah, I appreciate. Like it, you, you coming here and dropping game for us, it means the world to us, man. Like, sure. like, not many people can talk about the game the way you can. You've been in so many great positions. You developed artists. You got multi, multi, multi platinum records. I mean, this is crazy, man. It's Jazzy Faye, man. Y'all know what it is. You know oh, what I'm boy. saying? Yo, we hope you enjoyed this episode of the Free Game Podcast. If you did enjoy it, make sure you subscribe uh, to the Airbit channel right below. Just hit, hit subscribe on the button below. Or you can go to YouTube.com slash Airbit. You know what I'm saying? If you're feeling the podcast, make sure you share it. Let your friends know. Also, there's an audio version of the podcast. Look in the notes below and you'll see where to subscribe to that. Yeah, yeah. Free Game Podcast. Free Game. Podcast.